podcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone. For this Thursday, May 26th, I'm McMadowell. And I'm Haley Mannon. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, Kevin Spacey charged with four counts of sexual assault. All on your Marshall Broadcast News. Mike Stanley will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast. The current temperature outside is 71 degrees. And now, onto our top story. The coronavirus mutant that is now dominant in the United States spreads faster than its Omicron predecessors, is adept at escaping immunity, and might possibly cause more serious disease. The new variant is a member of the Omicron family, but it carries a mutation called Delta that was a feature of the variant that was dominant in the middle of 2021. This appears to allow the virus to escape immunity from vaccines and prior infection, especially if someone was infected in the huge Omicron wave that swept the world late last year and early this year. Kevin Spacey with four counts of sexual assault against three men. The Crown Prosecution Service said today that Spacey, quote, has been has also been charged with causing a person to engage in penetrative sexual activity without consent, unquote. Rosemary Ainsley, head of the service's special crime division, said that the charges follow a review of evidence gathered by London's Metropolitan Police. Spacey, a 62-year-old Double Academy Award winner, was questioned by British police in 2019 about claims by several men that he had assaulted them. The former House of Cards star ran London's Old Vic Theatre between 2004 and 2015. The UK charges were announced as Spacey was testifying in a courtroom in New York City in a civil lawsuit. Medical assistant Angel Garza rushed to rob elementary school soon after a gunman opened fire on a classroom of grade schoolers and immediately found a girl covered in blood among the terrified children streaming out of the building. The girl told Garza, quote, I'm not hurt. He shot my best friend. She's not breathing. She was just trying to call the cops, unquote. Her friend was Amory Joe Garza, Angel Garza's stepdaughter. Amory was among 19 children who died along with two teachers when the 18-year-old gunman Salvador Ramos barricaded himself in a fourth-grade classroom at the school in the southwestern town of Uvalde and began to kill. A Tokyo court has begun hearings in a lawsuit seeking nearly $5 million in damages for six people who were children in Fukushima at the time of its 2011 nuclear power plant disaster and later developed thyroid cancer. The plaintiffs are suing the operator of the nuclear plant, saying radiation released after the accident caused their illnesses. Their lawyers say it's the first group lawsuit filed by Fukushima residents over health problems allegedly linked to the disaster. The plant operator says the plaintiffs were not exposed to enough radiation to cause cancer. A massive earthquake and tsunami destroyed the nuclear nuclear plant's cooling systems, causing three reactor cores to melt and release large amounts of radiation. Many uh, hotels across the United States have done away with daily housekeeping service, making what was already one of the toughest jobs in the hospitality industry even more grueling. The move away from daily cleaning gained traction during the pandemic, And industry insiders say it's driven by customer preferences. But others say it has more to do with profit and has allowed hotels to cut their number of housekeepers. The change comes at a time when many of the mostly immigrant women who take these jobs are still reeling from lost work during coronavirus shutdowns. Coming up, 
ex-Kentucky lawmaker pleads guilty to federal fraud charge. That and more news from across the tri-state when News Center 88 returns right after this. Listen up, because I don't think you appreciate me. Just because you got a license don't mean you all that when it comes to driving. Let me give you a few tips so that we'll both live to see another day. First, seatbelt on. You're not evil can evil, you know, so buckle up. Hey, why aren't you letting that ambulance by? Pull over. Yeah, that's right. Big red sign, eight sides, four large letters in white, S-T-O-P. How about doing what you told for a change? And turn that music down. No need for it that loud. You better use that answer if you're going to talk. Otherwise, pull over. Now, why in the world aren't you using your signal? If you're turning, show it. Uh-oh, bad weather ahead. Those lights better be coming on soon. Not only is this smart, it's the law. Now, there's nothing more stupid and embarrassing than being pulled over for something stupid. See, those who say listen to your car really know what they're talking about. Brought to you by WMUL. My dastardly plan to pollute the airwaves with Nickelback is almost to rotten fruition. We must let our powers combine. Jazz. Avoid winning news in sports. Rock and roll. Flashback. Ska. With your powers combined, I am WMUL. Oh no! WMUL's award-winning radio programming is kicking my... 88.1 WMUL. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best newscast in the state of West Virginia by the Associated Press. I'm Dick Madawa. And I'm Haley Mannon. West Virginia investigators are seeking information in the deaths of two men in a fire almost four years ago. The state fire marshal office says the bodies of William Copley and Robert Copley were found May 31, 2018, in the burned remains of their home in Wing County. The fire marshal's office says investigators are determined the men were the victims of a du- double homicide. Investigators hope anyone with information will get in touch with them to help solve the deaths. The arson hotline number is 800-233-FIRE. A reward of up to $10,000 is available for information leading to an arrest and conviction in the case. A charter school approved to open in West Virginia this fall has been delayed after a suitable location could not be found. The Associated Press reports the four-member West Virginia Professional Charter School Board voted yesterday to push back its contract with Nitro Preparatory Academy for one year. Initial plans were for Excel schools to open the school in a former high school building in Nitro, but there were parking, plumbing, and other issues. Excel also is opening a brick-and-mortar charter school in Jefferson County, as well as an online school. Republican Governor Jim Justice signed a bill in 2019 that allows for the creation of charter schools. Authorities say a Kentucky man has been charged with killing his wife and two adult daughters. Lexington police said in a statement that 64-year-old Stephen Wilson was charged Wednesday with three counts of murder, domestic violence, and the deaths of 65-year-old Lisa Wilson and 42-year-old Brian Wilson and 38-year-old Bronwyn Wilson. Fayette County Coroner Gary Ginn told the news outlets that the women, women killed were Wilson's wife and daughters. Police said officers responded to the family's home yesterday afternoon and found the victim suffering from gunshot wounds. Online jail records don't say whether Wilson has an attorney. A published report says a former Kentucky lawmaker and pharmacy owner has admitted in federal court to billing insurance programs for prescriptions that customers did not pick up. 
The Associated Press reports that 46-year-old Robert Gauferth pleaded guilty yesterday to health care fraud and a charge related to money laundering. Goforth admitted that the Clay County Pharmacy billed insurance programs, including Medicare and Medicaid, for unused prescriptions that could then be sold again. Goforth also admitted writing a check from an account containing at least some funds that were fraudulently attained. The Republican resigned from the state's office last year after state charges in 2020 stemming from an alleged domestic dispute. Coming up next, police face questions over response to Texas school shooting. That and more news from around the nation when New Center 88 returns. Stay with us. We all share a common journey. We wanted to serve our country and protect the things we love. But for some of us, coming home was more of a challenge than we expected. In the service, we had each other's backs. But as veterans, it can sometimes feel like we're all alone. For confidential support, call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. Chat at VeteransCrisisLine.net or text 838-255. Touchdown, Thundering Herd! Want to know the time of our next sports broadcast? Go to our website at www.marshall.edu slash WMUL and find the entire sports schedule on the front page. You can even go one step further and listen to the game live right off our website, www.marshall.edu slash WMUL. Yet another reason why we're the worldwide leader of Marshall sports coverage. WMUL 88.1. I just wanted to eat like a normal human being, you know? Just something I could hold down without the horrible pain. Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis are diseases that attack the digestive system. A feeding tube's not my idea of a good meal. At the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America, we're excited about the latest research. Then there was this new drug. Thousands of people are being treated with new drug therapies. Doc said it doesn't work for everyone, but I got lucky. To help, visit ccfa.org. Now I'm taking food the old-fashioned way. I'm eating it. So what does WMUL mean by the cutting edge? Well, not this, but this. Marshall University students say it's not easy being Greek. Nope, not this either. But this, oh yeah. And finally, 0% this, but 100% this. Got it, touchdown, thundering herd. So the cutting edge means award-winning news, music, and sports. Not uh, cutting stuff. 88.1 WMUL. Today, a new creature walks among us, causing fear, mayhem, and injury. Stay back, children. Look out for the dreaded digital deadwalkers. With faces pressed against their little handheld devices, they put all good citizens in harm's way. Hey, dude, I'm walking here. Oh, sorry, I didn't see you. A public service message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons who want to keep everyone well-connected with healthy bones. Welcome back to News Center 88, put it best news program by the National Broadcasting Society. I'm Nick Madela. And I'm Haley Mannon. Amber Heard told jurors that a harassment campaign waged against her by her ex-husband Johnny Depp has left her humiliated and scared for her life from multiple death threats and said she just wants Depp to, quote, leave me alone, unquote. 
Heard was the final witness today in the six-week trial, which will go to the jury tomorrow for deliberations after closing arguments. Depp is suing Heard for libel in a Virginia court over a December 2018 op-ed she wrote in the Washington Post describing herself as, quote, a public figure representing a domestic abuse, unquote. Depp says he never hit her. Eight of the ten largest cities in the U.S. lost population during the first year of the coronavirus pandemic. New estimates released today by the U.S. Census Bureau show only Phoenix and San Antonio gained new residents from 2020 to 2021. New York led the way, losing more than 305,000 residents, or about 3.5 percent of its 2020 population. Among the nation's ten largest cities, it was followed by Chicago and Los Angeles. Smaller big cities, primarily in the Sun Belt, gained new residents. Those cities include Austin and Fort Worth in Texas, Jacksonville, Florida, Charlotte, North Carolina, and Columbus, Ohio. Average long-term U.S. mortgage rates fell this week for the second week in a row. Though interest rates on the key 30-year home loan remain at decade-high levels, economic uncertainty and weakened home buyer demand continue to loom over mortgage rates. Mortgage buyer Freddie Mac reported that the 30-year rate declined to 5.1% from 5.25% last week. The average rate on 15-year fixed-rate mortgages dipped to 4.31% from 4.43% last week. Higher borrowing rates appear to be slowing the house market, a crucial sector of the economy. Home ownership has become an increasingly difficult aspiration, especially for first-time buyers. Law enforcement authorities in Texas are facing questions and criticism over how much time elapsed before they stormed a Uvalde Elementary School classroom and put a stop to the rampage by a gunman who killed 19 children and two teachers. Investigators are also unable to say with any certainty whether an armed school district security officer outside Rob Elementary exchanged fire with the gunman, 18-year-old Salvador Ramos, when he first arrived on Tuesday. Coming up next, COVID-19 cases mostly drop except for the Americas. Your daily political update when News Center 88 returns right after this. This song is being played on a didgeridoo. A didgeridoo is an instrument made by indigenous Australians. WMUL doesn't have any songs with didgeridoos in them. But what we do have is the Tri-State's largest variety of music, from alternative to hip-hop, jazz to blues, and much more. Plus, our selection is constantly being updated with the latest tunes. So, you know, maybe one day we will have a song with a didgeridoo in it. 88.1 88.1 WMUL-FM. You have a CD for any mood. You've got everything from rainy day jazz to pure existential angst. You've got CDs to dance to, boogie to, shimmy to, mosh to, and totally rock out to. You've got rock, rap, pop, alt pop, sub pop, hip hop, jazz, blues, country, metal, punk, and some stuff they don't even have a name for yet. But do you have a first aid kit? You have the things that make you happy. Get the things that make you prepared. An all-hazards emergency preparedness kit can help. Ready kits are available at your local retailer. Learn more at ready.gov. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Nick Madawa. And I'm Haley Manon. President Joe Biden has been in- intimately involved in some of the gun control movement's greatest successes and failures. Now this week's massacre at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas, has set the stage for a new effort to restrict firearms. Supporters say Biden feels a sense of missed opportunities from the past and understands that this may be his last chance to have an impact on gun violence in America. Biden's response to the Texas shooting has been searing. He said yesterday, quote, where's the backbone? 
Where's the courage to stand up to a very powerful lobby? Unquote. A new lawsuit says a 13-year-old boy shot in the back by a Chicago police officer was unarmed and had his hands raised to surrender when he was hit by the bullet. Today's filing in Chicago federal court says the incident illustrates deeply flawed implementation of department policy on the pursuit of suspects. The filing says the bullet severely damaged part of the black teenager's spine when he was shot May 18th. Police previously said the boy was in a car suspected of involvement in a carjacking the day before and that he jumped out and ran. It hasn't been charged, Police Superintendent David Brown said last week. The fleeing teenager turned toward the officer before the officer fired. A message seeking comment from the city's law uh, law department today uh, wasn't immediately returned. With mass shootings in Texas, New York, and California fresh in America's mind, the Supreme Court will also issue its biggest gun ruling in more than a decade. The ruling in a New York case is expected to make it easier to carry guns in public in some of the largest cities. The justices are already in an uncomfortable spotlight after a leaked draft opinion that would overrule Roe v. Wade's nationwide right to abortion. And now they're facing a possible backlash from the guns case. In both the abortion and gun cases, the court could issue decisions that polls say would be unpopular with the majority of Americans. A state appeals court has ruled former President Donald Trump must answer questions under oath in New York State's civil investigation into his business practices. A four-judge panel in the Appellate Division of the state's trial court today will upheld Manhattan Judge Arthur Ingerson February 17th's ruling enforcing subpoenas for Trump and his two eldest children to give deposition testimony in Attorney General Lettley's James Probe. Trump has appealed seeking to overturn the ruling. His lawyers argued that ordering the Trumps to testify violated their constitutional right because their answer could be used in a parallel criminal investigation. The World Health Organization says the number of new coronavirus cases and deaths are still falling globally after peaking in January. In its latest weekly assessment, the UN Health Agency say there were more than 3.7 million new infections and 9,000 deaths in the last week, drops of 3% and 11% respectfully. The new COVID-19 cases rose in only two regions of the world, the Americas and the Western Pacific. COVID-19 deaths increased by 30% in the Middle East, but there were stable or decreased everywhere else. China, meanwhile, is vowing to stick to a, quote, zero COVID policy, unquote, despite the fact that the World Health Organization describes the policy as, quote, unsustainable, unquote, given the infectious nature of Omicron and its subvariants. And coming up, David Atkins will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast and updates on the Russian-Ukraine war. Stay with us. G'day, mates. My name is Dango Mick, and I've come all the way from Australia in search of a creature that's spelled W-M-U-L. I guess it's a woman. It's known only to exist on the Marshall campus, and its boy has been known to induce a dependency on a wide variety of music that only it can supply. Crocky! There it is now, and it's attacking another radio station. Oh, but don't worry, kiddies. It'll be all right. It's only nature. 
Are you training for a marathon or something? I heard if you lose lots of weight, you can prevent diabetes. Get real. You don't have to knock yourself out to prevent diabetes. Take small steps. Talk to your health care provider. Losing a small amount of weight by being active 30 minutes, five days a week, and eating healthier can prevent diabetes. For more information, call 1-800-438-5383 and ask for Get Real, a message from the Department of Health and Human Services National Diabetes Education Program. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm David Atkins, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. The temperature will drop throughout the night until it reaches a low of 53 degrees around 6.30 a.m. tomorrow morning. The temperature will rise throughout the day before reaching a high of 68 around 4 p.m. Expect heavy thunderstorms tomorrow evening. The temperature will drop throughout the night until it reaches a low of 55 around 4.30 Friday morning, which will then rise toward a high of 72 around 5 p.m. The rain will stop early in the morning Saturday, leaving behind clouds throughout the day. Your weather word of the day is mesopause. The mesopause is the portion of the Earth's atmosphere that divides the mesosphere from the thermosphere. The mesopause is where the temperature of the atmosphere reaches its minimum. The coldest temperatures on Earth are found here as temperatures can fall to as low as negative 148 degrees Fahrenheit. Thank you, weatherology.com, for that information. Currently outside, the WMUL studios is a rainy 70 degrees. That's your Metro Huntington weather forecast. For News Center 88, I'm David Atkins. Thanks, Mike. Now on to Russia and Ukraine news. Russia is pressing the West to lift sanctions over the war in Ukraine, seeking to shift the blame for a growing food crisis. That crisis is worsened by Kyiv's inability to ship millions and tons of grain and other agricultural products because of the conflict. Britain accused Moscow of trying to hold the world ransom and, and insisted there would be no sanctions relief. Ukraine is one of the world's largest exporters of wheat, corn, and sunflower oil. The war, including a Russian blockade of its ports, has prevented much of that flow. Many of those ports are now heavily mined. Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov tried to put the blame for the crisis squarely on Western sanctions. Russian President Vladimir Putin is trying to strengthen his control of southern Ukraine by giving residents of two regions a fast path to Russian citizenship. Meanwhile, lawmakers in Moscow passed a bill to bolster Russia's army, which is fighting an intense battle for Ukraine's east. Putin visited a Moscow military hospital yesterday and met with some soldiers wounded in Ukraine. Three months into the war, Russia rockets pounded towns into the industrial Donbass region. Ukraine's foreign minister said the situation there was, quote, extremely bad, unquote. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky reiterated that he'd be willing to negotiate with Putin directly, but said Moscow needs to retreat to the positions it held before the February 21st invasion. Government officials familiar with the matter say Western allies are considering whether to allow Russian oligarchs to buy their way out of Western sanctions and using the money to rebuild Ukraine. Canadian Deputy Prime Minister and Finance Minister Christia Freeland proposed the idea at a G7 finance ministers meeting in Germany last week. Freeland used the issue after oligarchs spoke to her about it, one official said. The Canadian minister knows some Russian oligarchs from her time as a journalist in Moscow. One official says the Ukrainians were aware of the discussions and have not rejected the idea since the country needs additional liquidity. Coming up, German farmer employs horse-drawn carriage to save fuel money. Stay tuned.
the worldwide leader of Marshall University sports coverage. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the fifth oldest stadium in college football, Nippert Stadium. Buckeye Field, Columbus, Ohio, Thundering Herd, and the 24th-ranked Ohio State Buckeyes. Here in Raleigh, North Carolina, at Coak Field at Dale Park. At the U.K. Soccer Complex in the heart of bluegrass country, Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome back to Houston, Texas, the site of the 2008 Conference USA Softball Tournament. WMUL-FM, Huntington. Hey man, you dropped something. That's okay, it's just trash anyway. Actually, it's not okay. It's littering. You should pick it up and throw it away. It would be even better to recycle it. What are some other ways I can help out on campus? Try picking up litter around campus, recycling soda cans, plastic bottles, and paper at the designated bins around campus, taking shorter showers to save water, or walk, ride a bike, or even carpool to cut back on air pollution. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Think green and be Marshall Green. Brought to you by your friends at the eco-friendly WMUL 88.1 FM. Wondering what to do on a dull day? Well, I get kind of tired of hearing that same old music. MUL's got real variety. From jazz and blues to rock and progressive. 88.1's the place to be. I'm at WMUL Marshall University. So there's this guy in your office and he just finished rehab and you don't know how to act around him. Okay, here's a few tips. Don't call him a loser. Do call him Larry, unless his name is John, then call him John. Don't remove the glue from the company envelopes, he's not going to sniff them. Do expect him to meet all his deadlines and don't be surprised when he does and oh hey, don't make fun of his addiction. You can, however, make fun of his 80s haircut. For more tips on how to support a recovering user or if you'd like to become one, call 1-800-662-HELP. I want my You're listening to the broadcast voice of Marshall University, WMUL FM, Huntington. And finally today on New Center 88. It's one of the few feel-good stories that come out of the nation's largest wildfire. Firefighters in New Mexico have rescued an abandoned newborn elk calf found amid the ashes from the blaze. A Montana-based firefighter says he happened upon the motionless elk calf on the ground of a fire-blackened forest as he was trying to snuff out lingering hotspots. Nate Sink says he didn't know whether the baby elk was dead or alive. And because wildlife officials discouraged having interaction with elk calves left alone in the woods, he searched around, first for signs of the mom, but found none. The 32-pound singed bull calf was taken to a nearby ranch for care. It's been appropriately nicknamed Cinder. A German stud farm owner and horse trainer is going old school in an effort to keep from having to pay skyrocketing gasoline prices. Stephanie Kirchner has switched from the horsepower provided by her SUV to the kind of horsepower provided by her horse. She uses a horse-drawn carriage to get around in her western uh, town in western Germany. She says with gas prices going up because of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, she decided to make the change. She says with prices for everything else going up too, she feels the need to, quote, save a little money, unquote. And that does it for this summer edition of New Center 88. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University in the Tri-State area. 
And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Haley Manning, Dave Atkins, Zane Bowles, and the entire New Center 88 team, I'm Nick Madawa, and your thought today is, things turn out the best for the people who make the best of the way things turn out.